and what's up everybody and welcome back to the bumper to bumper bulletin presented by car ride i am your host tj bowser and joining me today is the graphic designer at deal auto mr dalton uber hey tj it's great to be on the show with you here today thanks for joining me man so last friday you and i got to make a trip out to the pittsburgh auto show at the convention center and that was awesome we saw plenty of stuff. And that's what we're going to talk about today is all the stuff we saw at the Pittsburgh Auto Show this past weekend. So Dalton, this was your first time ever at an automotive convention. Correct. Yeah. So what was your first impressions of an automotive convention? So first off, my first impressions is that Pittsburgh's a beautiful city. You have the old industry backdrop and the bleeding edge of the automotive industry all in the same space at that convention center. My favorite part of that is like the backdrop of Pittsburgh. Definitely. You know, you see all this modern technology and all these modern cars, and then you still have that very, very old steel architecture, that that rusty looks. It's, it's really Definitely. Cool. It's that definitive gothic Pittsburgh thing. It's it's cool. Yeah. It's we cool. have old steel bridges that are held together with rivets and plate metal. <laughs> and then there in the convention center, you have Jaguars with wraparound infotainment systems mm-hmm. right there at the driver's seat. It's crazy how far technology and industry is it, coming. It's the contrast, you know. It is. It definitely is. I think that's one of the uh, the benefits that the Pittsburgh um, Automotive Show really has going for it is mm-hmm. just that classic Pittsburgh look and feel with that uh, new age modern vehicle. Absolutely. And we uh, did release a YouTube video this morning kind of a visual version of what we're going to talk about here, uh, but it kind of highlights everything that we would have seen. It's a point of view walk around of sorts of the entire convention, at least the second floor of all the major brands. So continuing the show here, uh, the atmosphere of the show was very hectic. I mean, it was Friday. It was the first day of the show, and normally those are pretty busy. Uh, so on the first floor was kind of vendors, just mm-hmm. your standard vendors, local businesses and whatnot, trying to get their product out there. And then the second floor was the brands, the major brands, Ford, Stellantis, you know, and then they had the high, higher end brands, Range Rover, Maserati, Bentley. It's It was full full-fledged everything everybody was there the only person i didn't see was audi mm-hmm. and i don't think tesla had a big uh presence there either tell you the truth tj i didn't see any teslas i heard other, you saying there was one but i didn't see one other than in the driving area mm-hmm. i didn't see a big tesla display or anything so that was very interesting to see or, or rivian yeah you know and no. i think that they run on a little bit different uh business than the other automakers right now. Mm-hmm. So yeah. But anyway, what did you think of the atmosphere, man? Being my very first auto show I've ever been to, I think it was neat. I'm not necessarily a car guy to tell you the truth. So it was very interesting to see vehicles that work in here in the office across the street separated from like the actual dealerships. Mm-hmm. I don't really get to see very often. Because your job's a lot different than mine. I go out, I have to interact with the vehicles yes. and I have to film them and stuff. And yep. You, I see just, all these vehicles. Yeah. I see them as stock footage or photos. Yeah. And <laughs> I remember just a couple of days ago, TJ and I took uh, one of the trucks they had on the lot to go uh, pick up a, pick something up at, you know, here in town. And I just couldn't believe how luxurious the inside of this truck was. I believe that was a Ford, right? That was the yeah. Ford. So the attendance wise, it was pretty packed. There was lots of kids there. Mm-hmm. It was also very cool to see them. Some of them rocking the Auto shirts. Uh, yeah. Kids got- love cars, trucks. Yes. 
So as far as displays and stuff, there's a lot of interactive ones there. Ford had the motion simulator, which you got to see, Dalton, if you want to talk about that. Yeah. So this was a massive, like three-dimensional motion simulator with monitors that wrapped around your field of view. And the motion simulator would like jerk to the right and the left, mm -hmm. up and down, and to simulate the movement of, well, whatever vehicle Ford was advertising there in their demo. Yeah. And at the same time as that motion simulator was going on, they had a live presenter doing kind of like a live presentation of the new Ford F-150 Lightning. Correct. Which is the Ford's all EV offering for their trucks. And that lady came out sporadically and did this full presentation live in front of everybody. And it was very cool. And I, that's the only brand at the entire show that did that. Mm -hmm. And we will say that uh, some of the bigger displays we saw were Chevrolet. Mm -hmm. massive display. Kia, Hyundai, not so much. And Hyundai and Kia are the same thing. <laughs> Doesn't understand that. But Hyundai had a lot of vehicles. And you can tell that Hyundai is really, they really love their sedans. Yes. Because no other manufacturer at this show was really pushing sedans. Mm -hmm. And if we did see a car per se, it was more sportier or it's catering to that niche market. Yeah, like the Toyota sports cars. Mm -hmm. Chevrolet's reduced all the way down to just the Malibu now. Mm -hmm. Ford, absolutely nothing, and even unless you get a Mustang. Uh, Toyota, we have the Camry, the Crown, the Corolla. Yeah. And, that, and that's it. Yeah. Toyota and Hyundai really got that nice, strong grip on the sedan market. Yeah. Their competitors like CDGR, Ford, Subarus, they all went the way of SUVs, mm -hmm. trucks even. Stellantis has no sedans. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Dodge has the Hornet. And I think that's a, that's a strong offering for sure. It's a it's a very luxurious car, lots of power there. Yeah, uh, and it's definitely one of the stronger crossover vehicles. Uh, but it's weird living in a world where you don't see cars. Everything's crossover and everything's sedan. What about Fiat? And do they have their Stellantis brand? Yes, but they they weren't there. We didn't True. see any Fiat. We saw Mini though. True. We saw some really cool Mini Coopers that had some awesome features. Uh, one of the features on these Mini Coopers is they have like a circular infotainment system. Mm -hmm. Everybody else is square. And if you push your hand on that infotainment system, you can get it to go in something called DJ mode. And whatever music you're playing then turns to like a vinyl record that you can then scratch. It's it's really neat. Cool. Mini, Mini's rocking the infotainment. Did you see any infotainment systems stuck out to you? Um, I think Jaguar had a massive one. Yeah. It was like, imagine an iPad Supermax. This thing was massive. It's comparable to the Subaru one, though. The Subaru offers, what, an 11-inch screen? Yeah, Subaru oh, also yeah. has some massive infotainment screens. Now, Hyundai has the, the, the big screen that extends the whole way across the dash. And I you, thought that was kind of weird looking. And they have that in the, in the Ionic, mm -hmm. the Lantra, the Sonata, and I also believe the Kona. And I, I like it. Yeah. But being so visually yeah. oriented when things are like off-centered like that and there's no symmetry. Yes. That, that, it, it's that's just, what I'm, yeah. Yeah. It's like, ooh. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's cool and all, but still. I mean, it's not as bad as the... Uh, Subaru Solterra mm -hmm. with the uh, steering wheel right in front of the gauge cluster. Yeah. You, you can't even see it unless you're looking through the steering wheel itself. And I believe Toyota has one that's like the DZ4X, and it's essentially the same design. It's That was my probably the worst design I've seen at the whole show. So my older model Impreza is kind of like that. I'm driving down the road, and I'm stooping my head down a yeah. little bit to <laughs> look below the top of my steering wheel to see how fast I'm going. But I think Toyota had a very strong offering. They, they did. Arguably one of the biggest displays as like car-wise, like 
Cadillac had a really cool setup with the way that you went from sedan, their sedan, and they had the new Blackwing there, which was really cool. And it had the, the gold rims and everything, and it was all blacked out. And then you got to see all their sedans. That was really neat. And then they had, I believe, a Cadillac Lyric you could drive mm-hmm. around as well. Uh, I think that's a hybrid or something, or maybe even an EV. So something that Dalton and I noticed at this show, and we'll talk about now, is so everybody was pushing EVs, pushing EVs, pushing EVs. And from the looks of this show, General Motors is pushing EVs. Mm-hmm. And everybody else is dialing back and introducing new hybrid models. Yeah. Subaru is doing it. Toyota is doing it. It also really shows you the power that public opinion has. Yes. There's been a lot of pushback against purely EV vehicles. Mm -hmm. And I think manufacturers are starting to pick up that the general population doesn't really want a vehicle that they have to plug in every single night to get the most out of it. The population can't plug in because these EV stations are few and far between. Mm -hmm. I mean, look at Butler here. We have one. True. <laughs> you have Very to go true. all the way to Cranberry just to do that. Uh, now that might, may change once our Volkswagen dealership opens, but you have to stay tuned for that information, of course. Uh, yeah, it's 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 cool to see a lot of these hybrid technologies getting introduced, and then like the Prius, we have like you can drive that X amount of miles before the gasoline engine comes on, mm-hmm. and that that's really cool, and that's probably where the future in EV technology, hybrid technology, lies, My- and not in this full EV thing. Don't. When I started college in 2014, I was absolutely blown away when I rode in my friend's dad's Toyota Prius for the very first time. It's, it's a weird experience. We were at a red light and the car just completely shut down. Mm-hmm. And coming from my don't drive anything older than a 2010, I'm thinking we're going to have to get out and push it off the road and jump it. And the new Prius is like completely different. All-wheel drive, mm-hmm. 200 horsepower. It is probably the best version of yeah. that car. Prius has went from something that people clowned on to actually yeah. being a pretty cool car. Yeah, and they look, oh, they look very cool now. Uh, what car stuck out? Most for you, man. Uh, vehicles that stuck out to me the most were just Subarus in general. Yeah. Being an outdoorsy guy. You're a Subaru. I mean, sure. I'll eat that catered. I'll, they catered <laughs> me. I'll eat that up. They had a really cool like, cabin display there. Mm-hmm. Subaru did. And they had a little bit of information on it. And then they, you know, Subaru's really uh, involved in pets. And you yep. know, Subaru loves pets initiatives. So they had an adoption center there with, you know, like six dogs there uh, all over the litter. And it's, it was really cool to see them doing that and nobody else mm-hmm. doing something like that. And it made them stand out. It was uh, one thing about Subaru is every single car there had that wilderness package. And, mm-hmm. you know, they, they were really hammering in that wilderness package. You saw the Crosstech, you saw the Forester, you saw the Outback, all of that True. wilderness package. And as nice as that is, I'd like to have seen the full range mm-hmm. of stuff there uh, from Subaru. Personally, myself, I love the Volkswagen display. As you talked about earlier, it's yep. like how much the consumers drive uh, the market. And Volkswagen's really actually taking some good steps in listening to their fan base. We've seen on all the new 24 models, you know, them do away with those haptic feedback buttons. Mm-hmm. I know I'm harping on this, whether you're watching my point of view videos or not. Uh, I love the fact that we have physical buttons in the 24 yeah. Volkswagens. It's, it's a subtle but awesome change. Yep. And when you're driving down the road, that tactile feedback of feeling your knobs click or the mm-hmm. button push has so much more sensory feedback than just the vibration. Yes. That you don't have to take your eyes off of what really is important. And a new GTI. Oh, that Absolutely. thing was slick. It is very slick. And it, it has all the greatest subtle details ever. And I'd have to say it's... Yeah, you'd think that plaid, plaid upholstery in a vehicle would look silly, but that was pretty tight. Yes. 
Another one of my favorite vehicles, Volkswagen Buzz. Really, really cool. And the way they had it set up there was, I mean, what do you think of that setup for the Buzz? I thought that was impressive. Yeah. I love camping. And when I walked around the backside and saw like- the Stove? How, they had that thing set up for like overland adventures with a pullout mm-hmm. stove and different chuck boxes inside the back end of that thing. That was slick. That's another vehicle though. I'll say I wish had a hybrid option. Yes. Because- like I say, they had that thing set up for like overland adventures. You're not going to be able to charge your vehicle when you're like out in the Mojave Desert. Okay, I can I can see that. I can see that. Uh, but with that being said, it is a, a very handsome vehicle. Ooh, oh yeah, it totally it takes is. Design cues from the older versions of mm-hmm. the bus and it just incorporates it with all the modern technology. It looks fantastic. We weren't able to get in it ourselves because it was roped off. But of course, we we stuck our heads in as far as we could. And that Mm -hmm. second row looks so rugged and sturdy. The build quality on this looks fantastic. And the wood grain, the subtle wood grain in the interior. Oh, Wood grain's coming back, baby. And we had like three different colors going on in the interior. Mm -hmm. And one of them was to match the the exterior colors. I love when these companies are starting to introduce colors from the exterior to match the interior, it kind of makes the vehicle feel more personal. Yeah. This morning we were just chatting about, um, I was saying that I loved the orange Subaru Crosstrek and how they had the orange stitching inside the vehicle. Absolutely. Yeah. So Volkswagen and Subaru were Mm -hmm. definitely some of our favorites. But earlier in the show, we mentioned that there was like a first floor with a bunch of vendors and local people there. So Dalton, we got to play around a little bit down there and they had some boats, they had some ATVs, they had... Jet skis. Side by side. Quads. Yep. It was really cool to see that other. Mm-hmm. All the toys you can haul yes. with your new truck and Subaru. And and it, they had a, a pretty good selection down there as well. Yeah, and then they had we, a lot of random vendors like the Lego guy. Custom uh, Legos. Yeah, yeah, yeah people selling cool. moonshine. Uh, candies, chocolates. Mm. As soon as you walked into that convention center, you could smell like cinnamon cashews. The cinnamon cashews were front yes. and center when you walked in floor number one. You could smell them roasting as soon as you walked in the so convention good. center. So good. And then they had uh, these really big vintage sign recreations mm-hmm. there. You could buy flags with your favorite manufacturer's logo the on Air them. Force had a really big setup. There yes, they did. To recruit people. I was surprised of how big that They had pull-up bars, rock walls, mm-hmm. um, bungee jumping. Not... Not quite bungee jumping. Yeah. Uh, well, something. I don't know what that's called. <laughs> <laughs> they strap you in, they hoist you up, and you bounce in these like jump bungee cables. Yeah. Yep. Lots of cool, cool stuff there, and it's it, it just nice to see that it's not just the car stuff. Yeah. There, there's a little bit different and something for everybody at the auto show. And thank you for joining us on another episode of the Bumper to Bumper Bulletin. I've been TJ Bowser. That that's been Dalton Uber. Hey. I'll see you guys in the next one. Bye bye now.